Would you like to attend a live, interactive recording of this podcast? You should come to Intervention 2015, held August 14th through 16th at the Hilton, Washington, D.C. in Rockville. We'll have special guest voices and audience participation so you can join the cast. Intervention is the premier showcase of online creativity and is stuffed to the seams with experienced professionals and skilled amateurs, all there to help you strut your creative stuff. Register today at interventioncon.com. Mana Pitch. Centuries ago, we built a city on this coast to exploit a vast underground supply event. A black, viscous raw material we refined into powerful mana gems. Soon after, the city became a magnet for unlikely events known as glitches, and improbable people called glitchers. Eventually, most citizens came to call Manapitch City by a new name. We present Managlitch, City of Accidental Wonders. Do try to keep your aura clear, citizen. Glenn755 here. You know the place, Z Frequency 2308, and you know the time, right now, for Managlitch City Underground. Broadcasting by Net, InfoTower, and DataScry every open period, we're here to help you stay grounded in this city of accidental wonders. An uneasy cloud of tension seems to lay over the city tonight, the tenth of Sundazzle, year 715. The motionless moon Nibiron thinks malicious thoughts in the sky above us, ejecting plumes of angry orange Nibirite that seem as though they're coming right down on our heads. Business is slow at the algae vendors, and people go about their errands in quiet, paranoid clumps of two or three. I can't seem to pin down the cause of Managlitch's mood, cohorts. After all, those twisted, broken crasher demons haven't been seen alive or dead in days. There's plenty of tourist and official traffic through the room portals and transbeams, so we've got no hint of peak from any other of the 41 worlds. Everything seems just fine, and yet... We're all in a funk. I can't even blame the heat that Sundazzle always brings. Sure, it's hot out, but that's just not it. The heat's certainly on Captain Wecky, queen of the ether-shipped Lavender Oboe. The Ministry of Order impounded her ship and arrested her for smuggling weapons from the Empire of Ash. Unbelievable! Sure, during their centuries of war, the Imperials developed some of the deadliest hardware this plane's ever seen. But that's exactly why even someone as loopy as Jamestweki wouldn't touch the stuff. You know what I think? I think someone at the Ministry, or on the City Council, needed some political brownie points, and our favorite Exmurian space merchant was just in the wrong place. However... If you're as upset by this injustice as is a certain Liz391, she'd like you to contact her with the passphrase, Free the Tentacles. I have no idea what she's planning, but I hope we see Wecky enjoying the freedom of the city again very soon. I'm sure you all saw the story of the refreshment siege on the Info Towers this week. The poor folks at the Red Royalty Beverage Company are still cleaning up the grounds of their bottling plant, and just because a deluded mob decided they were a front for the Crimson Pretender's traitorous forces. 
Yes, the attack on the rune portals a few months ago is still strong in our minds. But come on. Red Royalty? Crimson Pretender? It's just a drinks company, people. They've done nothing more offensive than sell exotic imported tea for a couple centuries at premium prices, with the palace's blessing the whole time. Nobody would abandon all those years of successful branding just because of some jerk in maroon battle armor. Pitch, this city's been in a mood lately. Maybe we should pay the Aetherflight people to spray tranquilizer chemtrails over the city during their jetpack tours. And they aren't paying me to say this, but you really should try one of their guided jetpack flights if you can. Managlitch is absolutely gorgeous, with nothing between you and the cityscape but the occasional tendril of aura glow. When I- Hey man, sorry to interrupt your fascinating story, but there's a visitor outside. Wants to talk to you about something? S Slippery Adam, what, what's wrong with you? I'm live, and you know that because you're the one keeping the feed running. Yeah man, I get it. I'd have slammed the door on her, but she's really determined to talk to you. She, huh? Well, it, it doesn't make any difference. Make her wait till we're done, at least. Okay, man. But don't blame me if Mistress Messier bashes the door down in the next few minutes. Miss... Once again, you've left out the most vital part. I swear you do this on purpose. Pitch. Um, alright, well, we can't leave dead air running. Take over. What? Me? Hey, hey, man. I'm no broadcaster. How, what am I supposed to say? Just make something up. Or, here, read this. Uh, okay, man. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Slippery Adam here on Managlitch City Underground. Uh... And now, the weather. Hello, mistress. This is an unexpected pleasure. Believe me, I'm not here for a tour, and I won't waste your time or mine. You may remember I made you a promise. A promise of information? Well, I've been studying that crasher we found down south of the Scar. Once I looked carefully enough and did some other research, a few disturbing facts revealed themselves. All right. Well, you wouldn't show up here just to tell me the Crashers got a complete Euripides Zapnowski album collection. What have you learned? For starters, we've all been assuming these Crashers were created by the second rune portal explosion a few months ago. There are rumors of such creatures from the first portal blast back in 701, so the idea made some sense. But that's not the case at all. These Crashers were made from unchanged humans. Made? Someone has been creating these things and setting them loose on Managlitch City on purpose? Malice casting. The cybercaster elite whispers old tales. Rumors of rituals so powerful they glitch themselves out of existence and techniques demanding a horrific cost to those who dare. I've learned some things lately, Glenn, enough to know that malice casting isn't just a story, and we've both been attacked by the results. Malice casting? Okay. Then who's making this crop of 
crasher demons? I don't know yet. I have found out one more interesting thing. Remember the troops in crimson armor who invaded just before the portal blast? The army that reminded us all of the Crimson Pretender's forces? Lots of them were never found afterward. Not corpses, fragments, or even trace residues. Oh. Oh. Wait. If someone planned this... If they were ready to send crashers all over the city, the moment the ether got confused and twisted enough, then someone expected the princess to blow up a portal to cover it up. As I told you, you have no idea what you're up against. To be fair, maybe none of us do. I'll be in touch. Tell Slippery Adam that he gets away with patching us into the live transmission this time. But only because I wanted your listeners to know anyway. Adam! (laughs) Goodbye, Glenn. Slippery Adam. You freaking cert-covered... No, no. Don't say a word. Just give me back my chair. Hello again, cohorts. I'm sorry about that. That's a whole lot of news to take in, and I guess for her own reasons, the mistress wanted you all to hear it. Consider that fact carefully before you act rashly or jump to any conclusions. But I mean, are any of the Crashers our citizens then? Does any sentient being, even if they're the Pretender's troops, deserve that kind of living death? And why would someone want demons roaming the streets of the city? If it's all some kind of invasion plan, it's pretty low-key. And who in the world would do such things? I don't know. If you hear something, say something. We need information, and we need it soon. I don't need to be a precognitive to be certain the city itself is the prize here. And I think the citizens of the place ought to have some say in the matter. In less ominous news, for a while there, it seemed like some minor trade tensions between Terra Epsilon and Managlitch might prevent our planned trip there next month. Well, they may have made it easier instead, since we'll be hitching a ride with some elite negotiators who specialize in such situations. If you're one of our underground listeners out there on Terra Epsilon, cross your fingers. I mean, I'm not sure how you're getting the broadcast in the first place, kind of far away, but the ether does do some funny things sometimes. And I want you to know that we here at the Underground really appreciate hearing from you. It's great to know that our little show makes a difference in folks' evenings or mornings or afternoons, but um, for that special admirer out there, Yeah, you know who you are. Should I assume that the vicious little furry carnivore counted as fan mail? I mean, I have no idea why anyone would mail such a thing through the parcel service, but there it was. Nicklin Weber was in the studio when it arrived and nearly lost a finger to the little beast. But he says that was nothing compared to a crasher sitting on him last month, and he claims he's now close personal friends with the furball. Yeah, I'm thinking he could use a few more friends. Maybe with smaller fangs. Speaking of surprising packages, Onlookers got a 
good eyeful of a few at last Friday night's performance of Blazelander at the Manapitch Fire Opera. In the lobby of the opera house, as the audience prepared to leave, the whole crowd's evening clothes flickered into transparency. Fear not, since Blazelander's for mature opera lovers only, no youngsters viewed the sudden display of scanty undergarments. So, one more glitch in the big city, right? Yeah, you'd think so, but uh, someone joining the scene noticed that the color and cut of the undergarments in question were surprisingly well-coordinated. That's right, everyone. The whole thing was a carefully arranged viral publicity stunt by Wallingforth and Down, the clothing company. They are lucky to get out of this without at least a heavy fine, given that the Ministry of Order is certainly in the same irritable mood as the rest of this town. So, if you saw something you liked at the opera, go buy it! I... I mean the underwear. Not that... Uh, buy yourself a cute pair of Wallingforth knickers this weekend. Or don't, really. No one's paying me for publicity. Speaking of undergarments... No, actually, I got nothing for that. It's late, and I'm tired... And after that little conversation with the mistress, I'm not sure I want to be any more woozy than I already am once I head out into the streets. So while I'm still reasonably awake, I bid you all a good evening. We'll continue to pass rumors, secrets, and useless trivia to you all, and we'll do it every open period, broadcasting by Net, InfoTower, and Datascry. This is Glenn755 for Managlitch City Underground, shutting down Z Frequency 2308. Remember, keep your aura clear and stay grounded. The voice of Managlitch City Underground today was Michael O'Brien as Glenn755. The narrator was Maya Kralovna as Princess Swiftstorm. Lisa Tivierge appeared as Mistress Messier. Slippery Adam was performed by Chris Griffith. Episode 10, Rumors of Malice, was written by Michael O'Brien. Our theme music is Crime of the Century by Consortium 499 on the web at ReverbNation.com slash Consortium 499. All other content is copyright 2015, Glitch City Media. Visit our website at ManaGlitch.com for more information about the city and links to our podcast archives. If you have questions about the world of ManaGlitch City, Email them to glen755 at maniglitch.com and we may use them in a future episode. 